Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Leah. I'm so excited that you're here. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the show. I'm here to be your mentor, here to motivate you, here to inspire you, here to really push you out of your comfort zone, challenge you, and sometimes trigger you, but you're here for it. You're here looking for that. You want to grow. You are ready to change your mindset and work on yourself and become more confident. So Let's get started. I'm so happy you're here. Okay, so I want to talk today about what to do when our motivation is low and how we can bring that back up. This is something people ask about all the time, you know, whether it's they're having trouble hitting their goals, um, just kind of like being in a funk and losing motivation for projects, for their online business, for their job, whatever the thing is. So I'm really excited to give you all the tips today on how to up your motivation. So I'm not gonna pretend that nothing crazy is happening in the world right now. I really do wanna address what's going on with the coronavirus, with being quarantined and all of that. Um, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So here in the States, um, I mean, there are some states where things are a little bit different, but right here, we've been on a, basically a um, stay-at-home advisory um, from the government, um, the local, the state government since last, Thursday. It's been a little over a week that we've been told you are not allowed to leave your home unless you're going to a quote essential job, going to get medical attention or going to get food. Basically, we're allowed to go to like the local park as well. But that's kind of what's going on here. Um, Quite an interesting scenario. And I'm not going to lie. When all of this started happening a few weeks ago, when the coronavirus really hit home in the U.S., I was completely freaked out, um, completely caught off guard. I think most people in the United States, you know, we really didn't think this would happen or could happen. I mean, I never in my wildest dreams imagined this situation happening um, ever. So really shocking. And it was a Friday when things really, when shit really hit the fan here. And over the weekend and for a couple days, I was in a complete depressive funk. I mean, really, it was like a cloud over my head. I was scared. I was mad. I was, you know, afraid. I was sad. I was constantly consuming the news and the media and and constantly talking about coronavirus with everyone around. And it's really hard not to, right? That's that's kind of what um, what our instincts tell us to do. You know, our, our primary instinct is safety. So our brain is telling us, hey, something bad's happening, you know, focus on this and just be crazy and feel crazy, right? And I honestly, I missed my first podcast week in since July. So I started my podcast last July and I had never missed a Sunday episode and I couldn't even bring myself to publish a pre-recorded interview episode, right? I couldn't go on my Facebook or my Instagram stories um, speaking face to camera like I typically do. I I couldn't write content. I was just in like a paralysis state. Um, I was it was really really difficult. And 
you know, being that the line of work that I do is, is, you know, I'm, I'm a coach. Um, I have clients who primarily are, are running online businesses. Um, I'm here to coach them. I'm here every day voxering my clients. I'm here doing Facebook lives. I'm doing my podcast. I'm interviewed on other people's podcasts, right? So I really didn't feel like I could even do my job. And that was really scary too. I was, you know, as, as a leader, um, as an influencer, you know, knowing that people are looking up to me and looking to me for answers, it felt very scary and it felt like very heavy and a lot of responsibility. So I really shied away for a couple days and I really let myself kind of be in this funk and I really didn't know how soon I was going to get out of it or how I was going to get out of it. But I'm here today to talk about what to do if that's your situation and as well as just in general, right? These motivational tips, uh, these are going to apply to any time in life um, when there's not a crazy global crisis as well, but they're going to help if you're in this funk that I'm describing. So I am very, very, very blessed to have the mindset training and the mindfulness training that I've been undergoing for about the past year and a half. So I'm someone who meditates every single day. I'm someone who journals every single day. I'm someone who works on mindset every single day. I've read books, I've had mentors, I've had coaches, I've gone through programs. I am obsessed with mindset. And so because of those things, I'm very blessed that I was able to move through this period very quickly. So I was upset for a few days, really bad, and I just had to do the things I know to do to move past it. And part of that was because I, I had a little bit more pressure maybe than other people. Um, people who don't run an online business like this maybe were allowing themselves to be in that funk longer, but I had to snap out of it because I have to run my company and I have to show up for my people. And so I, I luckily have the training. I luckily have the tools to move past it. And that is exactly why I, you know, do what I do because I want to teach you these things as well. I want you to have the tools so that when shit does hit the fan, you know how to move past it. You know what to do. And so that kind of brings me to our sponsor of the day, which is the Mindful Academy. I am super excited about this because this is my ongoing membership style program where you get weekly live meditations, journaling prompts, and monthly mindfulness trainings. So I'm going to be teaching things like doing the inner work and the shadow work to move past your insecurities, move past traumas from your childhood, and just move past your limiting beliefs. So it's a total comprehensive program that's an ongoing. So typically a program like this has a monthly fee. This will have a monthly fee in the future. But right now with what's going on, I feel so called to share this. I want everyone to be able to do this. So I'm only charging $20. It's a one-time fee and you're in. And yeah, it's literally going to be so amazing. Um, I, I'm so grateful to be able to teach these tools at a time like this. So meditation and mindfulness is here to give you stress relief, anxiety relief, it can even ease, ease depression and prevent depression. It can lower blood pressure. It can help with focus and mental clarity. It can improve memory. It is It um, increases your um, immune system. So at a time like this, I am just so grateful to be able to teach these tools to you. So hop into the link in the show notes and go ahead and join us. I'm so excited for this. Um, okay, so... 
and coming, going a little bit into what causes us to have low motivation. So one thing that causes low motivation is situations like, like what's going on right now, right? Things in our outside world and feeling like we don't have control over those. So essentially, it's, it's being a victim of circumstance that can cause low motivation. I feel like that's really happening for people right now. Um, and I don't want to say this in a way that makes you feel like, oh, Leah just wants us to get over it. And Leah says we shouldn't care if, you know, people are laid off and if blah, 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 and this is happening and we had to cancel our wedding and all these things. I get it, right? We're, we're all going through our own experiences. We're all dealing with this in our own way. Most of us had travel plans. Most of us had, you know, events we were going to. Um, most of us had our jobs interrupted, right? So there's things that are going on for all of us. It's not that I want to say get over it or, you know, anything like that. But through doing mindset work and mindfulness work, we eventually can get to a point where we learn to see the world differently. And I was not at this point a few years ago. And if this would have happened a few years ago, my experience would be completely different. My experience now is feel the feelings, be upset, move through it, and move into gratitude and move into the belief and the faith that everything's working for me and that everything is going to be fine. So I've just spent so much time working on these things that I've developed a belief and I've sunken into a belief and I've chosen to create a belief that everything always works out for me in my favor. I just believe that. Anything that could happen to me in my life, I learned, I've learned to look for the silver lining. And how do you do that is through practice. It's through going through difficult situations and looking for the silver lining and convincing yourself that there is something to be grateful for here. So it's a practice, it, does, it takes time, it doesn't happen overnight, but the things that I'm sharing with you, the things that I'm teaching you and the things I'm teaching you know, in the academy are what's gonna help you over time develop that skill so that it becomes automatic. Because what's automatic right now for most people is the negative. It's sinking into the negative. It's constantly consuming the media. It's reading the news um, to quote, stay informed <laughs> to a degree that doesn't really make sense because there's not much we can do right now. There's not much we can control right now, right? So, you know, it's a choice to consume that all day long and stay in the negative and it's a choice to learn how to move past it. So other things that can cause us to have um, low motivation, right? So I wanna touch on other things as well. And a great example of, of what I'm about to say is thinking about whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to be motivated to do as like you're going to the gym. So a lack of belief that it's possible is a huge, huge, huge way to deplete our motivation, right? So someone who really has a core belief that Maybe they're overweight, maybe their entire family is overweight and they really believe that that's just the way it is for them and they don't really deep down believe that can change. They're not going to consistently go to the gym, right? They're gonna be the person that goes to the gym and then gives up like so many people do um, because they don't really believe that it's possible. They don't really believe it's going to work for them. Same thing in let's say online business, right? We If we don't have the deep subconscious belief that it's gonna work, we'll block ourselves from doing the work and putting too much effort in because our mind is telling us, hey, this might not be worth it. You really might not get anything out of this. So it gives you excuses to stop. It gives you a lack of motivation. 
So that is one key, key thing uh, that blocks us from being motivated is not having the belief in ourselves or the belief in the possibility that it's going to work. And then not seeing instant results. Guys, we're all looking for instant gratification in this society. We want to Google it and get the answer right now. We want to order Amazon Prime and have it shipped to us in two days. We don't want to wait around. We don't want to keep going when it doesn't, when we can't see that it's working. This is really difficult for a lot of people and where, where the going really gets tough. There, and no matter what you're working towards in life, you're going to have to be working towards something where you can't always see the tangible results in real time. You're going to have to start to create a belief that that result is coming to you. And that can be really, really challenging. And then the third biggest area where I feel like our motivation can really, really lack is when we're not feeling connected to our purpose. So when we're working a job where, or doing anything where we just aren't really feeling inspired by it, we don't really feel like it's our passion, we don't really feel a purpose tied to it, that's a really, really big way where we can feel a lack of motivation. Because at the end of the day, as human beings, I really believe we're seeking purpose. I really believe the key to happiness is following your purpose and your passions and those are the things that are gonna lift you up, motivate you, energize you, and make you feel good. Okay, so we kind of know where the lack of motivation comes from. Now I wanna talk about how we can build motivation. How can we get ourselves more motivated and more inspired to go after it and keep going after it? And being motivated, I don't know about you guys, but it feels good to me. When I'm energized and I'm motivated, I feel really good. When I'm in a place of feeling lazy, I do not feel good. That does not feel good to me. And in my life, I'm looking to feel good all the time. I'm making the choices that feel good all the time. That's what I believe I need to follow. So the biggest thing to do to grow your motivation is to create the belief that it's possible. And this is difficult. This takes effort. This takes work. Every single day, you're gonna to have to remind yourself that what you're doing is possible, that there is something you're going to get as a result of this. Because if you don't have that belief cemented in you, you're gonna come up with excuses. Your brain's just gonna give you excuses to not do the work. So when you have a dream inside of you and you're working towards it and you can't see it playing out for you yet and you really don't see any results yet, this means day after day, you know, not allowing yourself to live in those feelings. So you might have the thoughts that come up of, is this really worth it? You know, am I really going to see anything from this? Will this be embarrassing if this doesn't work? You've got to feel those feelings and then move on. Feel them and let them go. And then sink into the feelings of, yes, this is working. Here's my goal. I'm going to write down my goals. I'm going to believe in these. A great way to do this is through journaling. I'm never going to stop talking about journaling, guys. Never going to stop talking about it until you do it. So this could be writing it down. Um, one thing that I've been doing recently is writing down an intention for the day. Just a, a sentence. My intention for the day. And, you know, when you're constantly reminding yourself of what you're after, what your goals are, what your intentions are, what you're seeking, that just the little, the little fact of writing that down each day is going to motivate you because it's going to be a reminder for you that what you're going after is so possible. And then another thing you can do 
is write a few sentences of your ideal life. So like, you know, I have, I have mine written down um, and it's basically like Leah Party is the confidence coach for digital entrepreneurs. And then it just goes into like my, my dreams, you know, top 100 podcaster, making X amount of money, house with an in-ground pool, driving a weight Range Rover, um, lives where it's warm outside. It's just like describing the life that I want as if I already have it. So you want to use first person here. I think it's called first person. I don't really, guys, I remember like not a lot of those terms and things from high school and college. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I think it's called first person when you would say like, Leah Party is, she lives here. I don't even know which person that is, but write it like that. Write it like, Leah Party is the confidence coach and she lives in this type of house and she makes this type of money and she is, she is, she is and she feels, she feels, she feels. So write it in that type of a way because what the subconscious brain will really, really start to pick up on is repetition. So you ha you wanna write down this on this like on a notebook or on a notepad, on a um, sticky note. I have mine in my notes section of my phone and literally every single day I pull it up and I read it out loud. That's it, takes 20 seconds, maybe less. Um, but it's repetition for your subconscious to start to sink into that belief and to start to create that belief over time. And what that's going to create for you is motivation, right? It's gonna remind you to keep going because it's gonna make you believe that this is possible for you. So creating that connection to your, um, your, your passion and your purpose is gonna be the next thing. So the, the purpose and the passion is what we are after in life. It's truly what we're after. And some people fulfill that through, through career choices. Some people fulfill that through family. You could fulfill it in multiple ways. You can have multiple passions and, and multiple purposes. But when you recognize what those are and you tie those into the things you're trying to accomplish, basically you're creating your why. And you might hear this term around a lot, like what's your why, right? So maybe maybe right now what you're trying to do is, is get healthy. Well, why? What's your why? And your why doesn't need to be ego-driven, right? The ego-driven answer would be, I wanna be hot for the bikini this summer. That's like an ego-filled answer. The true why, I mean, wouldn't it be to be healthy so you can be healthy and happy and love yourself more, right? So what's like the real true purpose without letting your ego take over here for doing the things that you're doing? If it's in your career, how can you create a why out of the job that you have, right? How can you feel more purpose-filled and purpose-driven there? Sometimes it's money as well. For me, I feel like I have a couple. I'm super, super connected to my purpose of making women feel confident, helping women love themselves more and feel more confident. That's my true why. But I also have another why and it's helping people create a career out of their passions and grow something that, you know, is their source of income through their passions. That's a huge, huge, huge why for me. And then I have another one, which is income driven. I want to be wealthy. I want to be able to travel the world. I want to be able to live life on my terms. I want to have freedom and freedom and choices are much easier when you have wealth behind them. Right? I want to be able to support businesses that I want to support and causes I want to support and support and help friends and family. 
So you can have many different purposes, you can have many different passions, but if you're looking for motivation in any area of life, try to connect it back to your why. And always just go back to that when you're feeling low motivation. Okay, so another way that we can grow this, this motivation, is through increasing your energy. I feel like energy and motivation are super, super tied. For me at least, like if I'm feeling super energized, Typically it's like motivate, I'm like motivated. Um, and when my energy's low, I'm not motivated at all. So I really feel like these are closely tied. So I want you to start to pay attention to what makes you feel good? What makes you feel energized? What makes you excited? What are those things? Get clear on what those things are. For me, like listening to music, if I'm like just kind of doing like a, a task in my business where I'm maybe making like a bunch of pins for Pinterest, right? It's a little bit tedious. So I'm just kind of like sitting here like monotonously making these pins. I'll be like, oh, I could put some music on. That would make me feel better. That would make me feel more energized, more motivated, more happy. And I can totally listen to music and make pins for Pinterest at the same time. So what else makes you feel good? You know, um, exercise. Exercising is going to increase your energy levels. Increased energy is increased motivation, which is going to increase your success. So I think moving your body is super, super, super important. And this is where people often start to take the easier route, right? The easier thing to do is not to exercise. The easier thing to do, especially during quarantine, is to throw on some sweatpants and a, you know, college hoodie and put your hair in a bun and roll out of bed and just like kind of be lazy and not work out and eat all the quarantine snacks and then you're gonna feel like shit and you're not gonna be motivated. The more difficult thing is to decide to get dressed in, in actual clothes or at least like comfy and cute athleisure. Do your hair a little bit, put on a tiny bit of makeup, you know, make yourself feel good. Like this morning I put a little necklace on even though I can't leave the house because I'm not allowed. But like, I feel better. And I guarantee if you start to do these things, you'll feel better. And life is all about finding what feels good, going after that and doing it. So find what makes your energy go up. Get yourself dressed, get your body moving. If you feel like laying on the couch and binging Netflix all day, the more difficult thing is gonna be to go for a walk in the neighborhood. Go do the more difficult thing. You will feel better. So, yeah, upping your energy um, through healthy, healthy eating choices, right? The healthier we eat, the better we're going to feel, the more energized we're going to feel. Again, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but if you want to accomplish something, which I believe you do, I believe you want to accomplish things, you have goals, you have dreams, you've got to just start choosing to do the things that aren't so easy sometimes and make the choices that are a little more difficult. Because being lazy doesn't actually feel good. Our brain tricks us into thinking that being lazy and lounging around in sweatpants feels good because it's the least, it's like the most in our comfort zone thing, right? Getting dressed, going for a walk, putting makeup on, listening to music, dancing around requires us to actually like do something that might be a little bit uncomfortable right now, especially if we're in a downward funk, especially if we're dealing with anxiety and stress, right? The, the thing that our brain's gonna tell us to do is just to sit on the couch and park your booty and don't move. 
But the things that your brain tells you to do are based around safety, comfort, security. And typically in our world, we don't need to follow the things our brain is telling us to do to actually be safe and, and secure, right? So it's all about learning to recognize that and learning to <laughs> just see the things your brain is telling you to do as like the bare, like, it's like almost like the easy, like it's like the easier route. It's like it wants you to just be so comfortable and almost lazy. And so we've got to challenge that. We've got to decide we're not going to live that way. And when our brain says sit on the couch, we're going to get up and we're going to move around and we're going to be productive. And that's going to make you happier. Because when you do these things, when you get energized, when you get moving, when you start to take the time to figure out what is my passion, what is my purpose, how can I connect this to my goals in life, and you start to work on creating a belief in yourself, you're going to be happier. I truly, truly, truly promise you that. You're going to be happier. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I hope you guys love this episode. Play it again when you're getting into another funk. Remind yourself of these tips and these tricks. Take this time over the next who knows how long to work on yourself, right? Work on yourself more. We'll thank ourselves later for this. We truly, truly will. And if you love this episode, don't forget to hit subscribe. Drop me a five-star rating. Drop me a review. Take a little snap, um, a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram story and just tell me what your takeaways were. This is how we can grow this thing and get more people inspired and get more people motivated and get it out there. So I thank you guys for sharing this and I love you so much and I will talk to you soon.